Hello and welcome to Oberta Dicta, a podcast by Bloomsbury Professional Ireland. Each episode, we interview one of Ireland's leading legal professionals on their areas of interest and expertise and how these are informing our current headlines. We also deliver a summary of Bloomsbury Professional Ireland's latest updates across its online services and blog. Your hosts for this podcast are myself, Rachel Sherlock, the Marketing Executive for Bloomsbury Professional Ireland and General Literature Enthusiast. And me, Owen Malloy, a graduate of NUI Galway School of Law and FE1 survivor. I now work as Bloomsbury Professional Ireland's Content Editor, with a particular focus on our online services. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoy our podcast. Hello and welcome to Oberta Dicta. Thanks for listening to our first episode of 2020 and joining us for our episode is Tom McGuire. Welcome to the show, Tom. Thanks for having me. Obviously, we know you as the author of numerous tax titles. This year alone, you've got your 2020 Irish income tax and 2020 Irish capital gains tax. And also this year, you've taken over as successor for Feeney, the taxation of companies. But maybe you could just start the show by giving us a brief overview of yourself and the work that you do. Uh, firstly, thanks so much for inviting me. It's it's an honour to, to 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 be here, and uh, I have to say the title of the podcast, Oberta Dicta, is a work of genius. So thanks very much. <laughs> that all credit goes to Owen for that one. Okay. Uh, actually, Owen's girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> So we can claim no credit for that. I was going to say we're in the presence of greatness, but <laughs> your care friend isn't with us. Yeah. Like, you know? But in relation to what I do, I'm a tax partner in Deloitte. I lead the firm's tax technical and tax policy team. And what that means is that we assist client teams on all matters tax technical and we keep the tax practice up to date on changes that occur in tax. And just on that point, when... When I was thinking about this and you look back over the past couple of years and the amount of change and the speed of change that has happened in tax has just been huge. Like I, I've said recently that if you were to travel back in time and to talk to yourself five years ago and tell yourself then what was going to happen in the next five years, I don't think you'd believe it. So let, let me just give you an example. In the past couple of years alone, we've seen two EU anti-tax avoidance directives, which have made huge changes to our law exit taxes, control foreign companies legislation, just to name but a few. And on top of that, we have the EU mandatory disclosure regime coming about, which came about last year, was only implemented in our law. So when you take that all into consideration, that is huge change real quick. So it does keep me busy in my day job. So yeah, just on that, you're an incredibly busy man. You write a Sunday newspaper column, am I right in saying that? Yes. Yeah, and you write obviously numerous tax books. And the small matter of being uh, a successful tax partner at Deloitte. So how, how do you find the time for it, all of this? It's, it's only when you say it like that that you realise, yeah, that's kind of busy. Um, <laughs> I, I, you're right, I do write a, a column for the Sunday Business Post on tax matters. I published a book on capital gains tax earlier this year and I update Irish income tax, formerly known as Judge. And I'm, as you say, I'm doing Feeney this year. Um, to be honest, the day job takes up all of my time. So basically any writing I do is at the weekends. Uh, my wife, Deirdre meets her parents on Saturday and that gives me the time to sit at the, with the laptop and uh, stack a legislation, stack a case law and that's when I write. Tried to fit in a bit on Sunday mornings. So, but during the week I just don't have the time. Uh, but I've always got a kick out of writing generally and uh, so I don't see it as a chore. That said, when there are deadlines coming, like there are now for you guys, 
and that's a different story altogether but I, I, I do enjoy it and then you, then you get to find out that some people actually read the scribbles that I'm put, put together on the, on the laptop and that's, that's always pretty good so in some ways it's, it's I guess kind of almost like a hobby to you in the sense that you get a lot of personal enjoyment out of it yeah that's fair yes yeah. Um, you've recently taken over one of our titles, The Taxation of Companies by Feeney. Do you feel as though it was a great honour to take over a title that is entering its 24th year of publication? Short answer, absolutely. <laughs> I, I, I literally didn't know it was 24 years. Um, I hadn't done the math, so time flies. But yeah, the short answer is absolutely. It's an honour to take over something which has become known as the leading text on corporation tax in the country. And when you say it like that, it's pretty daunting, but it, it is a, a privilege. And, and I still remember the day when you guys told me that uh, Michael Feeney was happy for me to take the helm on something that he had spent so long working on in such immense detail. And that's just a huge privilege. Um, and I can't thank Michael enough, and I can't thank you guys for giving the green light on this. Um, one of my partners at the CGT book launch, Start Capital Gains Tax book launch in the summer, said about the, the title that it was the tax equivalent of handing over uh, the reins by J.K. Rowling of Harry Potter <laughs> to a new kid on the block. So I, I, that kind of put it into perspective for me. Um, so absolutely an honour and a privilege. Daunting, but an honour and a privilege. We're, we're happy to get the Bloomsbury Harry Potter connection. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to do uh, make an equivalent. Um, you know, in the third book, when Hermione has the time turner to yeah. fit everything in, I was going to say you might need one of Hermione's time turners to, to get it all done. We need to talk after this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, absolutely. I'll make a call to London. <laughs> By all accounts, your launch was a great occasion. Was Matt Cooper did the MC he was, night? Yes. He yeah. was. So and Michael Michael McDill spoke, did he? He did. Yeah. Uh, he also wrote the, the foreword to the book. Um, so it was it was an incredible occasion to have people like that, and particularly Michael writing the foreword, just amazing. He, he's actually described the work that you do as being akin to someone shouldering a, a patriotic duty. I mean. Would you agree with that assessment or? Oh, sorry, firstly, yeah, it was fantastic when he said that. And he actually put it in writing in the foreword to the Capital Gains Tax book when he launched it. And he was very kind to that, but I hadn't, I'd never thought of it that, that yeah. way. Um, to me, writing is just sitting down with a laptop, big stack of legislation, big stack of, of case law. But then I realised after Michael made the comment that the profession might actually be interested in what I have to say about that. And given... and given the, the, the books, it's likely that they have the capability of influencing decisions made by, the, made by the profession. Of course, they can disagree with what I have to say, because only a court could be a final arbiter. But it uh, was very kind of Michael to, for, for, for what he said. And did, to be honest, my family still talk about that particular line in the forward. So it, 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 it would be a long discussion that we'd be having in, always for, in relation to that particular line. So yeah, it was very great. Well, it, it, it certainly is because I mean, in the absence of clear textbooks on tax, you know, the profession would be at a great loss. So I mean, in, in that sense, it really is because, you know, people do rely on on your textbooks so I, like, no pressure Tom no, no but, pressure no, but, no, but that's, that's what, with, with writing any, yeah, any textbook because I remember when we were at the launch for Kelly mm-hmm. and we were t- speaking to Jerry White who does constitutional law um, and he was saying that when he was a student that there were no textbooks and that you know this was the first uh, textbook on constitutional law when um when Kelly brought it out so you know in the absence of, of books it, it's all fine when they're there and you know people nearly take them for granted but in the absence of tax books you know we'd be at a great loss I think 
That's very kind of you. <laughs> we often ask our guests, we, we try to give some insight for students about where they should be going and what they should be thinking about. So do you believe that there would be many advantages to a young solicitor taking the tax exams? Oh, absolutely. Tax is part of every transaction. doesn't matter what it is. Buying a house, buying a company, reorganising a company, mergers and acquisitions, tax is going to be there. Um, so I think that any knowledge in relation to tax uh, from a solicitor's perspective can only be beneficial. So absolutely, it, it, is, it's, it is within their interest to do, the, to do the tax exams and so on. The disadvantage of doing it is that I guest lecture on those courses, so at some point in their career they'd have to listen to me. <laughs> well, they might be doing so already. <laughs> <laughs> but once they can get over it, that disadvantage, yeah, no, absolutely, I think it's, it's just the right thing to do. Are they difficult? Because you know we're speaking about young solicitors here who might gone through the perils of the FE1s and we all know what a pain yep. they are. But when you get past that and you're thinking, is it a long road to take the tax exams? Well, I know you get a couple of exemptions if you have done your FE1s, but... Yes, but the, the exams, I don't know exactly the exemptions for FE1, yeah. but the exams are, let's be honest, they are difficult. And yeah. being totally honest, that's how I lost my hair. Um, they are difficult, but they are very worth it in that this is the, the it is the leading tax qualification in the country. It's recognised instantly. Um, as a badge of expertise in a particular area so uh, absolutely no question but uh, they, they are difficult yes okay yeah. <laughs> and lastly uh, what advice would you give to young graduates who are maybe just starting out in their professional careers accountants or solicitors any general advice or what advice would you give to your your 25 year old self it's the smart answer to that question is I'm only 24 <laughs> we both know that's not true if, if I was to travel back in time and give myself advice it's learn as much as you can from every person that crosses your path read everything that's possible to read in relation to it because I had, I had a mentor once and I'll never forget it he said to me in a very cold voice at the time was uh, if you haven't read about the law you don't understand the law you cannot apply the law and you should not be advising on that law. And that's always stuck with me. Um, I was very young at the time, but I was, I'd was i gone in and asked him a question and I hadn't read up on the stuff and that was the answer I got. But he was right. Uh, so I would say, read everything that you possibly can. My other bit of advice is you don't have to be the smartest guy in the room. I never was, but... I always remember what, you know, that The Rock, Dwayne Johnson says, you have to be the hardest working person in the room if you want to be good at what you do. And to be honest, I couldn't agree more with that. If you know me at all, you know, movies are my thing. So like the, there was a line in one of the Transformer movies that fate rarely comes upon us at a time of our choosing. And what that said to me was, no matter what the opportunity comes along, take it. Life is too short for procrastinating. Although... 25-year-old Tom, your wife is going to pull you up on that procrastinating comment at some point, so be ready for that. (laughs) That's fantastic. Thanks so much. I love that. That's definitely the best advice um, I I think that you you can give to be the hardest working person in, whether it's your intake as a trainee or an intern or... Lifting weights as Dwayne does. Yeah, yeah. yeah, (laughs) yeah. you'll get there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I suppose, so movies, that's what you do to relax, is it? Um, yes, but to be honest, I haven't, I have, I haven't um, been as good as I normally am because there's been a lot going on in the past week. So I haven't seen the Joker yet. Oh, I, I was just gonna say, uh, we're, yeah, we're I, was, yeah. I was gonna get your 2019 recommendations. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, I, to be honest, I'm I'm so far behind this year. But from what I've heard, the Joker is the one to go and see, and I am definitely look. I'm gonna get to see. It. And then you'll have all of the new 2020 Oscars. And do you work your way through the list? I have friends who work their ways. I work my way through. That's fantastic. Um, thanks so much for joining us. It's been a real delight. Obviously, Not at all. Thanks for having me. Uh, obviously, like we said, you've got all of your tax annuals coming out this year. We've mentioned them already. Also, if you would like to hear Tom speak in person, we have him as one of our speakers for our Irish Corporation Tax Conference, which is taking place on the 13th of February. And you can contact our office for details on that. Looking forward to that one too. Uh, thanks so much for coming. No, no. Thank you. Thank you. And now, a roundup of some of the updates which have been added to our online services in recent weeks. Well, bit of a post-Christmas lull in our online updates. So on Monday the 13th of January, our monthly Irish property law update by Professor John Wiley went live for subscribers to our property law service. This update, which covers a broad range of issues from co-ownership through to contract formation, aims to keep conveyancing practitioners up to speed with recent developments. There were also the usual case notes and blog content on the new and noteworthy section of our website, covering a broad range of topics from employment contracts through to defamation. In other news, on February 13th, we will be hosting Bloomsbury Professionals Irish Corporation Tax Conference, which brings together expert speakers to discuss the important developments in the field of corporation tax. This is a full-day conference on a range of timely topics such as Brexit, the new Finance Bill and Budget, and BEPS regulations. Our speakers, along with Tom McGuire, include Seamus Coffey, Lecturer of Economics at UCC and Chair of IFAC, and Deirdre Doheny, Head of Business Tax at the Department of Finance. The conference will take place in Dublin at the Chartered Accountants House. Barristers and solicitors can claim up to four hours CPD. To book your place, you can call our office on 01637 or email bpevents at bloomsbury.com. Thanks for listening.